All right, welcome back to the podcast. We got, we've got just a little bit to talk about today. And it does have to do with the college football playoff. Andrew Marchand of Now The Athletic reporting that ESPN and the college football playoff are nearing the agreement to a six-year extension to their college football playoff coverage. And for, for what it's worth, ESPN.com report that that they were going to get a college football playoff rights extension did prove to be very much correct in everything um, that that article laid out right around late December when the college, or maybe it was early January about a month ago, when the national championship was about to be played ESPN.com they wrote an article basically outlining what they, what actually ended up becoming the college football playoff rights um, extension that we're going to see take place uh, in the coming uh, months as everything else with college football kind of gets resolved. There's still a couple things that are going to have to be resolved before everything gets figured out. There's a couple you know, minor things we don't know um, necessarily that it's going to be it still has to be approved by the college presidents, um, or at least the, the conference presidents um, that are in charge. And the only one I can see being necessarily opposed to this one could be the Big Ten, as they do not have a rights agreement with ESPN. And I don't. I, I still think that the money on the table is going to be enough that they don't put too much pushback to it and that this deal eventually goes through. Um, I would would say that this is going to be a monumental rights agreement for ESPN, for the college football game as a whole, as this is a lot of money going to be put into the college football playoff. I know we, we stated that ESPN, they were able to get that women's championship, women's basketball tournament. That's about half of that value of the package that that they're claiming to have, um, maybe a little more than half, but they got that package, the entire arsenal of NCAA championships, they're going to be paying about $115 million a year. I did the math on this deal, they're going to be getting, uh, what is it, 13 games per season in the college football playoff. You're going to have one national championship, two semifinals, four quarterfinals, and four first-round games. That's 8 plus 3. That's 11 games per um, season in the college football playoff. So you are paying about $118 million per game for the college football playoff. Obviously, the national title game is worth a heck of a lot more money than the first-round games. But just on average, they're going to be paying $118 million per game. Peacock, the streaming service got an NFL playoff game for a whopping, I believe, $110 million, which is cheaper than ESPN is paying for the average playoff game here. And, you know, it it, it blows my mind um, how much the college football playoff got out of this deal. I mean, yes, the championship game's worth more than the wild card game on, on Peacock, of course. The semifinal's probably worth more. But when you're talking about the quarterfinals and the first round games, 
you're either equivalent or probably under um, the value of what uh, the NFL wildcard game would be worth. And I know at one point Fox was uh, in a disagreement with the Big 12. They had the option to carry the Big 12 championship game every other year, but it was going to be an, uh, an expensive $20 million. I mean, $20 million compared to 100 plus million seems like nothing. And, it, and obviously ESPN uh, picked up those championship games um, instead of Fox. Um, but to think that ESPN was going to conserve some money here, um, that just wasn't the case. Now, they do retain the sublicense. They do, uh, they don't retain it, but they get the ability to sublicense games. Presumably, Fox would be the network that would have some interest in that. Um, but I just don't know if Fox is going to pay a hundred and a hundred million dollars a game um, for the playoff uh, games, and I don't see ESPN wanting to sublicense more than, uh, say, maybe three games total per season. I think they want to keep the vast majority. They could um, give two of the first round games and maybe a quarterfinal um, to Fox, um, just in, just to get an extra inflow of cash and maybe some extra um, television commercials that will air on Fox's network without ESPN having to pay um, for that. And it, it's kind of, you know, you want to have everything exclusively on your network. That's good to, you know, solidify that people are going to watch your network. But you're not going to get the extra force that is um, other networks wanting to push your product for free. Um, so there's a balance if you want to have everything yourself, you know, selfishly. Um, but there is a benefit to partnering with with a Fox network, with with NBC, with CBS. So you do have to weigh that. And in, in obviously ESPN and the college football playoff, they saw the financials as the best possible deal was going to be an exclusive deal with ESPN, a deal that gives them uh, freedom to sub-license if they want, if they so please. So, I think there is a figure that Fox would pay for for a, a number of these games. I think three is, is reasonable. Um, you could get a big noon Saturday playoff game for the first round. A Friday night, that Friday night playoff game, which is the least desirable for ESPN. And maybe get a quarterfinal, the standalone one, the one that won't be on New Year's Day would be the one that Fox ends up with. With all that said, it's still definitely a possibility that ESPN continues to broadcast every game. You push yourself uh, as the exclusive partner and you, you keep it very easy to find the games. You keep them on ESPN platforms. Now, it's still to be seen... Um, if we'll see games on ABC, if we'll see games on ESPN Plus. We saw the New Year's Six games on ESPN Plus uh, last year. Every bowl game was on ESPN Plus, except for New Year's Day and except for the College Bowl Playoffs. So, it's hard to say. I don't, I don't think ESPN wants to put these games on ESPN Plus. Um, 
but I could see them putting some of them on ESPN+. Maybe they keep the championship game exclusive. Maybe they keep the semifinals. But maybe they put the first-round games. Maybe they put put the quarterfinals on an ESPN Plus or an ABC um, for a number of the games. Um, they they want to keep people paying for ESPN. But if you can still get people to pay for ESPN for the championship game, for the semifinals, you could still have the option to to drive your audience up and get more advertising dollars for, let's say, a first-round game, for a quarterfinal. And it's also, by extending the reach for those games, you get, basically, more exposure and more, um, let's say, a cliffhanger for what's to come in that championship of semifinals, which would be behind the cable paywall. It's obviously going to be an interesting decision to see what they do. And if you have the sublicense rights, you can certainly sublicense to your sister station in ABC. But unlike the NFL, there's no guarantees for ABC uh, to get these games. There's no guarantees for anyone other than the ESPN channels uh, to have those mega casts and really provide extensive coverage of college football on their airwaves. Now, what I will say is that. ESPN's getting what they want. They want the college football playoff. They want to control basically every NCAA championship with the exception of, of course, men's basketball, which is with CBS and uh, TNT Sports. But it is coming at a cost. And this could cost ESPN down the road. They could be... um, They could have to give up something in the future. Maybe Formula One doesn't get renewed by ESPN. Maybe Netflix goes for that one. Um, you know, the UFC, um, I'm not sure when that one's up, but uh, ESPN, you know, probably won't be up for as big of an extension or as big of a pay raise for the UFC as they would want in that. But I think in terms of NBA rights negotiations, I still think ESPN is going to want to break the bank. They're still going to want to write a big check. They're still going to want the finals to air exclusively on ABC. Um, of course, maybe simulcast on ESPN Plus uh, in the New Deal. But in terms of what we see with uh, future rights, I think ESPN is going to be fine for the bigger ones, for the NBA. Um, but that's, that's really the only big one I see ESPN getting in the near future. Um, in the distant future, certainly... Um, there will be a new discussion, a new landscape in terms of media. Um, but with, you know, the I, I want to shift to the NFL kind of having concerns and having uh, their lawyers are kind of trying to uh, slow this uh, Warner, what is it, TNT Sports, Fox Sports, and ESPN trying to create their own streaming bundle with each other. Now, I don't know what grounds the NFL has to stop this to um, make it not happen, but just because they're putting this deal behind closed doors, they're trying to make something that is going to be attractive to consumers. They didn't want this to leak out. It might may have leaked out, and that's why it was revealed to uh, the media and why they had to reveal basically their plans Um, because maybe it did leak out. But in terms of the NFL, what can they really do? 
what can they, why would they want to stop this? Because they're not making money off of it. But they're not offering, they're not using the NFL in a malicious manner, really, um, that I can see. I know um, there's going to be mad people mad over at CBS and NBC and uh, NFL Network that are mad that their stuff's not on, in this bundle. But in when did they ever? Uh, I don't. I don't see this as a breach of contract. This is existing content, non-exclusive content being packaged into this bundle at a price that's lower than than the traditional cable bundle. So I don't know if there's some technicalities with the NFL media deals, which they have to disclose um, stuff like this to the National Football League if NFL content is going to be placed on um, a new service. But I just, I think this is uh, increasing exposure for the NFL, especially on the ESPN side, where you'd have more people theoretically with access to NFL football. Um, you know, it could be seen as competition to NFL Plus on the mobile devices, as these are games that will be simulcast on NFL Plus for mobile devices. Um, every Monday night football game, every um, Fox game that's seen in your area will be simulcast there, but I just don't think, I just don't see it that the NFL can stop this. I think that this is entirely, these are just channels that are going to be packaged into this bundle, along with ESPN Plus, but I think it. I think it's going to work out just fine for ESPN, Fox, and TNT Sports. And you know, you can yes, create a legal problem. It's going to slow down the process. But if you don't have anything substantial or some loophole in your contract that you signed with the networks, there's not much that's going to happen. There's not much that's going to. Um, take place here. And yes, you know, other networks can be mad that they're not included on this, but the whole point wasn't to get everything in one bundle. The whole point was to make a skinnier bundle, cut off some of the fat, and get a bundle that's cheaper. You know, Fox, uh, you know, was frustrated that NBC and CBS were putting their games on a streaming service that they're benefiting on, and then double-dipping with the cable bundle. Fox was all in on the cable bundle. They want they wanted it to last forever, but because these other networks have put their stuff, their high-value NFL content, you're able to subscribe for Paramount Plus, and that's a low cost. Fox isn't getting anything when you subscribe to Paramount Plus to watch the NFL. NBC, same thing with Peacock. They're putting games on Peacock every Sunday night, um, and you can do that instead of paying for NBC. Um, you know, NBC over is, is available over the air, but there's a lot of people that watch NBC through a multi-channel video provider, and Fox was, I mean, Fox, more than anyone else, was very mad at this, and, and is like, not only are you devaluing the cable bundle, 
but you're still benefiting from it and you're benefiting from your own service so it it, it seems as just like a, a, an attack back it seems like a you know a revenge attack that that is going to be taking place here with uh, the new service that's set to launch this year. I don't know what's going to happen if this is going to get shut down or not, but it's kind of like, you know, you're putting a puzzle together and you're just arranging the pieces in a different way. This is a, a, a repackaging of an existing an existing bundle of channels. that You're, you're not putting NFL games on there. You're putting channels that have NFL games onto this new streaming platform. Now, you know, people can complain however much they want, but in terms of legal issues, you know, you have to have more enough evidence to basically say that you're in a breach of contract. I don't know what's going to happen, but all I see is that this bundle is akin to YouTube TV, Hulu Live TV, um, Sling TV, Fubo TV. You're getting multiple channels in a package for a cost, a monthly fee. Um, this is not piracy. This is nothing illegal. This is um, just another offering. It's another option that doesn't have exclusive content, that doesn't have a reason why you should choose this other than um, a lower price. It's going to be seen in the coming months, coming weeks, coming years, uh, to what extent that this is successful. But, you know, if Peacock is able to put games on there, and Paramount Plus is able to have games on there, um, their service, then this service is just something that's going to probably coexist with, with other streaming bundles. But uh, I don't want to bore anyone too too long and keep anybody uh, from the rest of their life. So I will end it here. Again, we talked about college football playoff. They're going to stay with ESPN. Very hefty price. And we talked about the NFL kind of having problems with this uh, service from ESPN, Fox Sports, and TNT Sports. So again, thank you for listening. We'll see you guys in the next one.